0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. Lois is a 57-year-old in today for a follow-up visit. She's concerned about her heart risk, as her father died of an MI unexpectedly at age 59. She heard something on the news about a new diet called the Portfolio Diet and is asking your advice about whether this is something she should follow. Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Robert Baldor, Professor and Founding Chair from the Department of Family Medicine at the UMass Chan Medical School, Bay State, in Springfield, Massachusetts. Hi, Bob. Morning, Frank. Good to be here chatting again as always so i am curious i did not hear about the portfolio diet um i've always been talking to people about the mediterranean diet or the dash diet um is this uh, just the latest social media fad, or do we have some data to support this?
1: Yeah, when I first saw this too, I'm like, what? Another diet? Give me a break here. Uh, so it turns out uh, this is uh, a diet very similar to the Mediterranean and the DASH diet in that it, it is a plant-based diet. So it turns out um, there's actually limited evidence on the uh, role of long-term adherence to plant-based diets and actual reduction in cardiovascular outcomes. So this uh, recently published uh, was a prospective study to try and answer some of those questions and say, you know, do we actually have outcomes here that we can see? And they looked at the nurses' health studies and the health professionals' follow-up studies to help provide that evidence. And so they were really looking at relationship between them developing what's called a portfolio diet score and the subsequent risk of uh, atherosclerotic uh, cardiovascular disease outcomes. So you ask, what is the portfolio diet? It's plant-based eating. And for this analysis, the adherence to such a diet was based on a score developed from a food frequency questionnaire assessing six categories of food consumption. And so how much did you eat of each of these categories? Number one, plant proteins. And this was legumes, beans, tofu, those type of uh, uh, foods. Net, number two, nuts and seeds. And that included peanut butter, I was good, glad to see, and flaxseed. Number three, viscous fiber sources such as oats, bran, apples, berries. Number four, they uh, were evaluating phytoestrol intake, and this was estimated from all foods. So phytoestrols, these are plant-derived compounds that are structurally related to, to uh, cholesterol, and they're found in, in, in plants with highest concentration in plant oils, such as safflower and olive oil, also some in, in vegetables. Uh, category five, plant mono-unsaturated fats sources, and this included avocado, olive canola and soy oil and then they had a negative category and so the sixth category was a negative category which was high uh, intake of high sa- highly saturated fats and cholesterol sources and in this they included whole fat di- uh, dairy eggs Red uh, red meats, processed meats, organ meats, and and, and butter. So the primary objective of this study was to examine the relationship between a portfolio diet score and the subsequent risk of developing uh, coronary uh, disease and and, and stroke. So basically, patient-oriented outcome. They did look a little bit at uh, some of the markers that are traditionally looked at, cholesterol and CRP, but it was really great that they said, let's look at the outcomes here.
0: Oh, I agree. I think that was, uh, I'm glad they looked at risk scores, but we really want to know not how did your risk score change, but how people did clinically. So uh, tell me about the analysis. what they find?
1: Yeah, pretty rigorous. Uh, So this was, again, a prospective study. They looked at those that did not have baseline uh, cardiovascular disease in the first nurse's health study, about 74,000 women, the second nurse's health study, 92,000 women, and 44,000 men from the health professions follow-up study. The diets were assessed using a validated food frequency questionnaire at baseline and repeated every 40 years, scoring using that six category portfolio diet score that I talked about, by the way, this goes all the way back to 1984, which is when the first nurse's health study, uh, started out for the, uh, each of these components, they were scored as one being least adherent, five most adherent. So score could range between six and 30 higher score indicated higher consumption of recommended, uh, uh, foods in these, uh, th- these diets, by the way, the scores were sort of averaged over Time in order to uh, develop a sort of a, a standard score for any one individual. So they did change over time somewhat. The uh, cardiovascular, what they looked at then for outcomes were MIs, other fatal uh, coronary heart disease, and uh, stroke. They actually uh, d- uh, clarified that death did happen either from next to Kim or the National Death Registry. They looked at autopsy records and death certificates. I did mention they also looked at some uh, biomarkers as well because for a significant subset of individuals, they were able to, uh, to obtain lipid profiles and some inflammatory markers such as interleukin-6, uh, leptin, and uh, CRP, and uh, so they looked at that. So during the 30 years of follow-up, there were approximately 11,000 uh, coronary heart disease deaths and 6,000 uh, uh, strokes, so uh, a lot of data. Yeah, there sure is a lot of data,
0: but uh, I'm, I'm pleased that they looked at that deeply into try, trying to find out what, what happened. Um, what were the outcomes?
1: Well, as you might surmise, the higher the portfolio diet score was significantly associated with lower cardiovascular and stroke disease and stroke risk. And I was fascinated that the associations really didn't change much when you adjusted these for uh, potential mediators, including baseline hypercholesterolemia, hypertension, and diabetes. And in the pooled analysis of these three cohorts, the hazard ratio for coronary heart disease and for stroke were both 0.86, showing a significant uh, benefit there. And that was when comparing the uh, best quartile with, with the worst uh, quartile. Uh, they actually, uh, I love this, they gave us an estimated absolute risk reduction between those quartiles. And this ended up being 1.1% with a calculated number needed to treat of 91. So for total uh, outcomes, so basically that's saying that 91 participants needed to improve their diet from the bottom to the top quartile to prevent one uh, coronary vascular um, event. However, a 25% higher uh, rating of the portfolio diet score was still associated with a lower risk of coronary vascular and stroke. So they actually saw a linear effect. It wasn't just uh, uh, from, high, uh, from, from, from high to, uh, uh, to low. Um, a couple of really caveats within that, though, that these uh, associations were strongest among those participants who were less than 60 years of age those who are more physically active, and those who are smokers. So the way I read this is that if you're a smoker, one way of decreasing your risk is to follow a plant-based diet. If you're a non-smoker, it's not going to make that big big, big a difference. Uh, And the younger you are starting this, you're going to see that benefit uh, as well. No significant interactions were observed for BMI sex, family history of MI, hypertension, hypercholesterolemia, racial or ethnic groups uh, uh, for these. BMI actually did not mediate that relationship uh, at all. And uh, so, you know, if if you're looking at at this, it really shows that you are what you eat, I think, uh, as as part of it. Um, By the way, they they did look at the at, at some of these values and, and uh, some of the secondary th- uh, categorizations, such as lipid profiles, and they found some improvement in total cholesterol, um, uh, uh, n- not, a, not necessarily um, uh, significant changes in LDL or HDL.
0: Yeah, that that last bit doesn't surprise me at all. You, you are what you eat, but your cholesterol doesn't always necessarily change depending upon your diet. A uh, thing we thought was so true for so many years and and now is not. All right, want to summarize these findings for us and tell us how we can maybe uh, use this information in our clinical care of patients.
1: This study provides additional evidence to support the use of a plant-based portfolio dietary pattern for reducing the risk of coronary vascular disease. This is consistent with clinical practice guidelines. The American Heart Association now encourages the consumption of whole grains, fruits and vegetables, Healthy plant based proteins, minimally processed foods, and healthy unsaturated plant oils. So it's interesting to note, though, that the consumption in this study, the top quartiles were still at a lower rating. Than what the American Heart Association is currently recommending, and mind you, uh, this was a study that started back in the 1980s. So I think at that time, a lot of the folks were still focused on a low-fat diet versus thinking about uh, sort of this uh, sort of a Mediterranean diet uh, style, style diet. The authors note it's relatively easy to reach those highest uh, portfolio diet scores with some simple dietary changes. Add a half a cup of beans or eggplants or a cup of soy milk, some cooked oatmeal, an ounce of nuts, a tablespoon of olive oil to your diet per day in place of processed food. And that would kick you up quite a bit. So frankly, you know, Frank, um, I I appreciate the benefits of plant-based diet, but I also noticed in this study participants with a higher score to begin with reported being more physically active. More likely to take a multivite and less likely to smoke than those with lower scores as well. So actually looking at this, still back to your question, this isn't necessarily the latest fad. I don't think it's really going to change my current advice for healthy living as I'm currently doing. But at least now I can respond to my patient when they say, what about this new portfolio diet? You
0: know, Bob. I love the fact that you uh, brought in what the authors concluded that this isn't a huge change to get in that highest quartile you needed to just add some more beans to your daily diet, some more um you know more fiber uh, an ounce of nuts, an ounce of nuts, or a tablespoon of olive oil and and maybe that's that that's the take home point. Go for a walk, add a few of these things, and your cardiovascular risk will go down. Bob, terrific review,
1: thanks so much. Thank you, Frank. Practice pointer. The portfolio diet is based primarily on eating plants, fruits, vegetables, beans, nuts, and seeds. Like the Mediterranean diet, it has been shown to lower cholesterol and other inflammatory markers, but we now know there is a resultant positive effect on improving cardiovascular outcomes that we care about.
0: Join us next time when we talk about data that supports that high-quality care that nurse practitioners and physician's assistants provide in their primary care practices. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out PrimeMed.com for additional CME content.